0: welcome everyone to horror cafe where we're serving up a cup of horror one episode at a time i'm erica and i'm jackie and welcome to elevated horror month or really a24 month. Yeah, it,
1: it is an A24 month, isn't it?
0: Uh, it really is. Basically, our. I mean, I'm, maybe we'll do bonuses, but basically, all the main episodes that we have planned for this month are A24 movies.
1: So there you go, A24 <laughs> production. Another plug for your movies.
0: Which we did last year, didn't we? And <laughs> we didn't even notice. Yeah, I think we did the same Dang thing, it. but uh, come we on. did they... this year. Yeah. So, ha! Sponsor us. There you go. That'd be great. Uh And we are starting off Elevated Horror Month with episode 16 with the movie Men. What are we drinking? You made us something today. I
1: did. I made us a classic Cortadito, which is half and half of um, espresso, Mm -hmm. very highly sweetened with a little paste that makes the foam and then uh, frosed milk. And there you go. And it's a tiny little thing, but it's delicious.
0: It's basically like a small latte, right? Like a small cappuccino latte. Really? You think it that know. way? Isn't I it? don't I don't know. Listen, as much as we love coffee, it's also a very complicated world.
1: Well, yes. I mean, the cortadito comes from the Spanish cortado.
0: Okay. Which is... Which is... I didn't even is, know this. Uh,
1: yes. Yeah. So there is café cortado, which is the espresso... With a splash of milk,
0: mm. right? No, 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 I need more milk. <clears throat> <clears throat> I know you, cream. Do.
1: yeah, yeah, but I don't believe it's as sweetened as the one we have here, which is a local thing, yeah, where you literally beat the espresso with a little, a lot of sugar until it makes this heavy paste, yeah, and then when you pour it all in, it's got this beautiful foam on top.
0: It's worth the work because it is work, oh, yes, uh. What is it? What did you say? Like beating the the,
1: the sugar the sugar
0: because mm. you put the sugar in this tin mm-hmm. cup thing. Yep. Spout.
1: Yep. Couple of drops of the espresso. Once it's brewed. Yeah. And, and it, you just like tick, 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 and it just turns into this lovely thick paste.
0: Yeah, like and when brown everything paste. yeah,
1: and everything gets poured in there, mm-hmm. it has that beautiful foam. Oh my god. Yeah. This is delicious by the way. I I will compliment myself. Yes.
0: And we used uh for the espresso, we used Cafe Bustelo, a
1: classic, a, a Cuban classic. classic. Yeah.
0: I think that's my favorite out of all the espressos. That's the one I always buy. You mean the brand? The brand, yeah. Mm. Cuz there's many brands, but that one Seems to be my favorite. You know,
1: when I was a kid growing up, my mom used to buy Café Bustelo. But then Mm -hmm. as years went by, she actually started using the other brand, La Llave. oh yeah the key translated yeah so when I see both of them like I see that classic little red and yellow packaging for Bustelo, and it just kind of takes me back to when I was a kid and watching my mom brew that the really old school way Mm. which was in a little cloth thing that would and she'd put yeah it was this weird little tripod thing and you'd and and you'd put the, the coffee container at the bottom and it was made out of cloth. It like was like a, a drip. Like almost. a triangle. Yeah, like a triangle. And she would put the coffee in there in just the hot water because hmm. we didn't have the espresso machine and you didn't yeah. have the cafeteras that you have now. Yeah. And it was just so cool to watch her. I used to think that was amazing.
0: It sounds like a apothecary it, yes, situation kind of, going on. Kind of.
1: So. That's cool. It, when I see that, it just takes me back to watching her yeah. make that. So there I, you go. A little memory from back in the day.
0: And I like buying the tin can. Like, I know they sell it in those, like, super sealed blocks mm-hmm. of espresso. But yeah. I like buying the tin can because then I can open it. and just, Oh, that smell. That smell when you open the can. Mm-hmm. It's like, ooh, I know mm-hmm. I'm going to have some coffee. Yeah. Anyway, this is delicious. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. All
1: we're missing is a little buttered Cuban toast.
0: Oh. Man. That would be
1: perfect with it? Let's this. go
0: after. Let's go get some after.
1: Oh, mm. that sounds like an idea.
0: It does. <laughs> Local bakeries. <laughs> okay.
1: All right. So now that
0: we have
1: beat the coffee to death.
0: <laughs> See, you're catching on to the dad jokes. catching on with your
1: dad jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you like to perform the reading of the <clears throat> plot?
0: <clears throat> In the aftermath of a personal tragedy, Harper retreats alone to the beautiful English countryside, hoping to have found a place to heal. But someone or something from the surrounding woods appears to be stalking her. What begins as simmering dread becomes a fully formed nightmare inhabited by her darkest memories and fears in visionary filmmaker Alex Garland's... I had to say that slow. Feverish, (laughs) shape-shifting new horror film. It's not new now, but yes, it was back in the day. Back in
1: May of what is it twenty twenty two? Yeah, I think that's when it was.
0: Yeah, so this came out when movie theaters were still in the process of coming back to life. Back to life post COVID. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, I feel bad that I stumbled over the last part of that plot reading, but that's okay. You'll forgive me, right?
1: Yeah, man. Just go for it. (laughs) I mean, shit happens. It does.
0: These people. I always want to get people's names as well as I can. Yes, I saw
1: you slowing down. Alex Garland. Alex Garland.
0: (laughs) La, 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 la. Hold on. My microphone is like moving around. I don't understand why. Hopefully nobody can hear that. (laughs) Okay, well. This caffeine is strong. Anyway. Yes, it is. (laughs) So I didn't watch. We didn't go watch this in the theater. Nope. I didn't really even hear about this. Actually, I didn't hear about this movie. The only reason I ended up watching this movie is because I heard other podcasts talk about it that the last 20 minutes or 15 minutes of this movie are so insane that it's like, what the fuck are we watching? Mm -hmm. Oh, and Juan. Juan had watched it. Actually, Ah, he went to the theater to watch it, and he was like, I don't know what I just watched. Like, he actually didn't like this movie. He thought, if I remember correctly, it was like too over the top and unnecessary, the end, like the visuals and everything. So, this is a polarizing movie, and you can probably tell from the scores when we get there. And Mm -hmm. even when you look at other people's scores everywhere, it's just, this is a very much hit or miss kind of movie.
1: It is. It's not for everybody.
0: Yeah. And um, I, I rented it because of the curiosity, and um, even when I finished it the first time, I was like, huh? But it lingered, and I, I'm i on the side that I truly enjoyed the movie.
1: So much so that you bought it.
0: I did buy it now on digital, yes. Yeah.
1: Well, for me, I remember you telling me about it, and you even said, I don't know if you're going to like this. Yeah. I distinctly remember that. And I did watch it. And when it was over, I was like, what, what the fuck? Yeah. I was left really shocked because of the intensity of those last 20 to 30 minutes in the film. But overall, the stuff that goes on in this film just mm-hmm. left me like, what? Yeah. But I did, right off the bat, like it. And um, I liked it even more this time around.
0: And this is the second time... You and I both watch it. Yeah, I had never, I hadn't watched it again. I had been meaning to watch it again, mm-hmm. but it's this. I actually remembered pretty much almost everything that happened in this movie, right. and visually, this movie is so amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: bought it on Amazon, the Ultra HD. Oh my it was the it. same mm-hmm. price as yeah. every other version. It, it looked, looked
1: spectacular. It
0: looks so like crystal clear, and mm-hmm. it was the it's the right movie to have bought it with that version yeah um so that alone I mean it's the elevated horror and it it's very artsy 100% but it's also artsy in the filming and but Alex Garland is that like I saw his other movie recently Annihilation Mm -hmm. and it's another it's more sci-fi ish but it's just like the visuals are really cool like he has a very
1: well that good I have it on my list to watch but I haven't gotten around to it
0: it, it. I watched it twice already. I think I like it, but not as much as this one, to mm. be honest. And I have on my watch list, and maybe I'll watch it this weekend, his other movie called Ex Machina is uh-huh. the other one. Oh,
1: I've heard of that one, yeah. It's another
0: sci-fi thing, and it has Oscar Isaac. He, Oscar Isaac is in Annihilation and Ex Machina, so mm-hmm. I think I'll check it out, because clearly he has that kind of vision with like weird mm-hmm. visuals and... I'm in. And that. he's
1: also um, in 28 Days. Well, not in, but I mean. You wrote it. Right. Wrote it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. There you go. Kudos to him for that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um Remind me later to talk to you about a movie that I watched last night. I wish I had remembered Annihilation. I would have watched it last night instead. Nah. But it was interesting. A little predictable, but it was interesting. Why so. don't you
0: just tell us now?
1: Okay. So I watched a movie. It just popped up on my Netflix, you know, yeah. top picks for me. Yeah. And it was called I Came By. Okay. it's a, I think it's a British film. I, looked, I did not look anything up okay. on it. And it has a lot of social commentaries in it with the unfairness of the rich and the poor and the middle class oh, okay. and like um, and kind of like that. Okay. And, um, you know, different diverse cultures. And it was interesting. Again, it was a little predictable, but also kind of shocking. Mm. The stuff that goes on. And it's not something that you really see. Interesting. But... Uh, It was entertaining. I'm not going to say it was the best, but it was entertaining. But I wish I had remembered Annihilation. I would have watched that. there's always tonight. Yes, there is. (laughs) Yes, there is. So
0: try to remember Annihilation for later. Well,
1: I have the notes now. I know you wrote it in there somewhere, so I think I I saw it in there. I thought I did. I thought you did too, but at least I remember now. Yes. Anyway.
0: Shall we dive into movie facts? Yes. Okay. Rotten Tomatoes score. The critics gave it a 69, and the audience gave it a 40. Okay. I, I can see that. Yeah.
1: I'm actually kind of surprised maybe by the critic score. I, I would have thought that they would have gone a little higher on that.
0: <laughs> Archie's giving me kisses. Oh.
1: <laughs> He's in a really extra lovey-dovey mood today. I'll take it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think even critic- It's a very polarizing movie, and- I don't know. I'm, I'm not surprised. Oh, he's acting quite silly. Yes, Look he. at him. Okay. This was released on May 20th of 2022. It has a runtime of an hour and 40 minutes. Just perfect. And like I mentioned, this is an A24 movie, and it was written and directed by Alex Garland. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Archie. Anytime. Shake it up. <laughs> I actually could not find anything... Behind the scenes on this movie, which was highly disappointing. The only thing I they did film on location in certain areas of England. Mm-hmm. Um, that tunnel is real. Okay,
1: I was wondering if that was actually filmed, and it was. It didn't seem studio like. No, but to me, you know, movie so magic is. Yeah, great. it is amazing. That's for sure.
0: And uh, it, I forgot now the name of the the town, but they filmed it at a town that filled in for. The, the town that she was staying right, in that
1: she was in yeah
0: yeah mm-hmm. so but nothing else i was i was kind of sad i was kind of hoping for some more insight but that's that's kind of disappointing it is but i'm also very bad at researching so who knows if i just and didn't yet find this it. is
1: the section that you do
0: i know maybe <laughs> it should be switched over to you because uh, okay. <laughs> you are much better than i am at You know it. You know that I can't seem to research things correctly, and you go and find everything immediately. Like
1: literally in the blink of an eye.
0: Yeah, I'm like, damn. Probably
1: because I work in this field and I know keywords to throw in there. Maybe. Maybe that's why.
0: But, (laughs) well, then we can just cut to the chase and go into movie observations. This movie is definitely a huge commentary on, can you guess what? Men. Mm Mm-hmm. So. We are not trying to offend anybody. Yeah, let's make that
1: clear. We're okay, not trying we're to offend. We're just analyzing
0: what Alex Garland is trying right. to say. Exactly. That's all.
1: Just <laughs> it, in case. Ex- yeah. Well, nowadays you have to you have to confirm everything. Yeah,
0: just in case. It's
1: a, so it is a commentary. Yeah. On it and we're going to talk about it. Yes. So Hopefully we don't offend anybody. That's not the intention. The intention is to have an intelligent conversation about it and watch or listen to different point of views,
0: and right? And have fun. And yes. have fun. All right. Would you like to introduce us to our characters? Absolutely.
1: Um, all right. So we have Jesse Buckley, and she is Harper, the main character in the movie. Mm-hmm. We have Rory Kinnear, who is an amazing actor mm-hmm. who did an amazing job in this movie. Yeah, he did. He played pretty much every single male. In this movie.
0: Pretty much. Starting
1: with Joffrey. um,
0: Yep. He's the landlord of the the house. uh,
1: Right. The vicar. The cop. The naked guy. The pub owner. I was right about the pub owner. It was him. Uh, Samuel's face. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. The role that this guy did. I also saw him in um, Penny Dreadful. Okay. And I loved the character that he played in that show, which you still have yet to watch.
0: Because it's not available. I know.
1: I know. But it is such, I would watch that show again if I could. That's how much Mm. I enjoyed it.
0: Because I want to watch it for, what's his name? Well,
1: not to mention.
0: Josh Hartnett? (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. Yes, that man Damn. has a voice to die for.
0: Mm, he's good looking. So. Yeah,
1: he, yes, he is good looking. But it, it, the whole show and yeah. um, what's Green her name, is- Eva Green, is amazing in this. Yeah. Damn it, oh, she's well. so beautiful in this she movie. Is. Well,
0: she was beautiful in Bond. Yeah, so.
1: but in general, she's a, her face is just gorgeous. And yeah. wow. Anyway,
0: dang it, I digress.
1: <laughs> and then we have Zach Rothera o- Oxley, and he is the body of Samuel and. They just use Kinnear's face, yeah, which is pretty creepy.
0: Yeah, Kinnear is also in the newer Daniel Craig Bond movies. Mm -hmm. He plays uh, what I like to call M's like right hand, uh huh, uh, a tanner, right? And if I'm not mistaken, I mentioned it to you, he is the first episode of Black Mirror. He plays the prime minister, Mm. the pig. I'm gonna have
1: to watch it again. I I mean, I vaguely remember, I think, I believe
0: it's him, but. I'll confirm it later yeah. in the episode.
1: <laughs> and then we have, I think I'm going to pronounce this right or wrong. Let's see. as yeah. Sidu is James Marlowe, who is Harper's late husband. And then we have Gail Rankin as Ripley, who is Harper's best friend.
0: Yes. This movie opens with Harper driving very, you can tell that it's far away. She's coming in from London and she's going, it transitions into the countryside Beautiful scenery. Oh, gosh, yeah. And I'm telling you, because of this ultra HD, like the greens, all the colors just pop. Mm -hmm. And there's this probably on purpose, like melancholy love song going on. Um, And she gets to this beautiful country village Mm -hmm. in England in the countryside. And she rented this beautiful manor. I mean, I think it's a manor. It, it, <laughs> I think everything's a manor. I was just, <laughs> <laughs> just going to say
1: that you <laughs> think everything that is bigger than two bedrooms <laughs> is a manor. Manner. Well, so, okay. Or just then, your average home.
0: Well, then I'm easily impressed, which is good, I guess. Yeah, it, <laughs> I is,
1: it is a beautiful home.
0: Oh, my God. I would so love to stay there, too, or buy it. If you could, who knows how expensive that house is. Mm-hmm. But it's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is met by the landlord, who is Joffrey. And he's very weird looking. Mm-hmm. He's a weird looking guy. I think that, I mean, the the, the, the the actor has like false teeth on. Because his teeth look so strange.
1: They focus a lot on his they teeth. Do.
0: They do. And, and I don't also understand.
1: when the vicar is talking, they Mm -hmm. focus on them a lot. Yeah. It was very strange. And I forgot to look that up, What that if there was a significance.
0: Because he's even on... The the cover of the movie has two covers. It's one of her looking to the side. Mm -hmm. It looks like she's hiding. And then the other cover is of Joffrey and smiling, but with the, the teeth. Like if the teeth are the focal point. Right. And I never really thought to look that up either until we just brought it up right now.
1: Well... Uh, We paused for a moment and I just wanted to do a quick search to see if anything came up. The only thing that did come up was reference to the donkey teeth. What is that? Like his teeth are kind of focused on and they look like the teeth you would find on a donkey, which I can kind of see that Mm. in a way, but that was about it. No other commentary. I'm going to have to do some. Now I'm really curious, so I will do some more research, but
0: Mm.
1: on with the show, as they say.
0: Yes. Yes. Now, the one thing you notice right away when she gets there, mm-hmm. this house has a, an apple tree at the, like, near the At the front, gate. yeah. And she takes an apple mm-hmm. and eats it.
1: Yeah. And I, the minute that happens, when we watched it this time, I said this is kind of a reference to the whole Adam and Eve thing.
0: Yes. The forbidden fruit. She uh-huh. just took it yeah. without. The I mean, horrible she just woman got there, eating the, yes. Right. The yeah. whole thing. She meets, like I said, she gets the tour of the house with Joffrey. And he is immediately like, he's the nice guy, mm-hmm. but he's, right, quote unquote, nice guy. But he's also throwing stabs at her. Yes. He's insisting on helping her with her bags. Right. Which I took as like, oh, a woman can't yes. bring in her own. Like, she always needs help. Right. No. And she was like, no, I got it. Mm-hmm. He made the comment of when he... uh Gave the tour of the bathroom. Mm -hmm. He's like, oh, yeah, don't throw female things down the toilet. It's like this woman is old enough to know that. Like, why would you even say anything like that? Mm -hmm. That seemed so extra. I got
1: to say, though, Mm. that's in particular, I would understand because he said it. We have a septic system. Not Mm -hmm. everyone is going to know that. The only reason that you and I know that is because our homes run on a septic tank and we know not to do that.
0: I know, but then he should have specified, don't throw any toilet, don't throw anything, anything or toilet down. paper. Yes. He specified feminine, feminine. stuff,
1: yes. so
0: I, I stand
1: corrected. You are correct.
0: That's the only reason I was like, mm-hmm, I see you. Mm-hmm. And then he brings up. Because she registered the rental, or I think, may, oh, no, it's because she did it for the grieving mm-hmm. of the thing. She registered the rental under Mrs. Marlowe. So he, number one, calls her that right off the bat. Right. And she says, oh, it's Harper. Her name is Harper. But then he brings it up again. So where's Mr. Marlowe? And right. she's like, no, there is none. It's just me. It's just Miss Marlowe. And he right. kind of like got... taken aback offended Mm -hmm. by like oh you're here by yourself like Mm -hmm. that's weird and like he wants to know why kind of thing Mm -hmm. and it was just a weird reaction
1: it is it's a weird interaction between them like yeah it immediately surfaces what the movie is is about
0: on second watch uh,
1: yes probably (laughs) on second watch yeah if you're not if you don't know what it's about throughout right it Was very in your face. This, this, I think this is the second time I watched this movie. Yeah, for we me. said it, it's the second yeah. time both of us watch it. Yeah, um, and it was just in your face more. I do remember being annoyed by the whole where's Mr. Marlowe yeah. when I first watched this. It, like, what do you care?
0: Right, it's none of your business,
1: but I took it as. At that time as him just being nosy. A right. nosy bitty buddy. Yeah. You know? So agree. Mm-hmm. And then
0: he and Joffrey ha he's so cringy. Yeah. It's amazing. Cause he's like, <laughs>
1: the way he laughs is kind <laughs> like, of like,
0: what are you doing?
1: Yeah. There. But it's
0: like creepy weird. It
1: is weird. It's,
0: it's unnerving. Yeah. That's the right
1: word. Unnerving. Yeah.
0: But the most uh Insulting thing he did Besides all of that Was commenting on the apple Yeah Because she left The half-eaten apple On the kitchen countertop mm-hmm. And he's like Oh You just took it Like he was Pretending Quote-unquote Pretending To be upset That she took an apple mm-hmm. Without asking Right Basically And she's like Oh I'm so sorry I uh, And he's like Oh I'm just kidding I, rah, 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 rah. Yeah <laughs> Weird laugh That <laughs> he does. That? <laughs> <laughs> he has a weird laugh. It's great with the teeth.
1: <laughs> okay, so maybe that's the point of, of it. <laughs> to
0: exaggerate everything? Yes, to exaggerate well, it everything. Well, works because it's very noticeable.
1: Yes, it is. Yes. Anyway,
0: is. but he leaves her alone. Oh, and he, there's only one key to this house. Yes, And supposedly. it looks like a castle key. Yes,
1: it looks like <laughs> one of those old-fashioned castle-type yeah. keys.
0: We do meet uh, Harper's best friend. I mean, I consider her... Her best friend Mm -hmm. is Riley, and they communicate via FaceTime because there is Wi-Fi. Right. Poor Wi-Fi, apparently, Mm -hmm. but... Or no, it was the TV that's poor reception, but Mm -hmm. there's Wi-Fi. Of course, there's Wi-Fi, right? Of course. You'd think this town wouldn't have Wi-Fi because of the way it looks, but everywhere there's Wi-Fi. So they FaceTime, and this is where Harper does express like this guy is... He was kind of weird. But you know...
1: <clears throat> there was something that she said that really annoyed me. Harper? Yes, about him being country. Oh, yeah. It was kind of like she was looking down her nose well, at somebody for being from the countryside and not being the city guy, the well, slick and this and go. that. So he, that was kind of mean. It was. In and of itself.
0: So is it that every all genders are mean to each other in one way or just even, not even gender in this case? Ki- because she was being k- kind of mean about, like, how he was acting with her with mm-hmm. the whole Mrs. Marlowe thing. Like, right. why is this man asking me this? But then he, she's also commenting on, like, uh, social status. Mm-hmm. Right? right? Economic status. Exactly.
1: Or, like, he's yeah. like a peasant from the country, although he does own a manor, so I don't I know. I know.
0: We start getting the background now of uh Harper. 'Cause we we go back and forth in time mm-hmm. to get the full story of what happened between Harper and her husband.
1: Yeah. And what we find out is that she was in a in an abusive relationship. Yeah. With her husband. Um, what was his name? James. James. Sorry. Yeah. I forgot I blacked out his name. With her husband James. And he we literally walk into a scene with her nose all bloodied. Mm-hmm. And obviously, and immediately, you're like, "Oh, she's been through some kind of physical abuse," right?
0: Yes, and this room—it's like a bedroom, right? That they're—they're they're in their apartment. They're in their
1: apartment. That's the, the where the balcony and all that stuff is. You yeah, that I think that's the living room. Whatever and it doesn't matter. It's
0: all lit in like this orangey red. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of red in this movie. Yes, different as well
1: gradations of or use of the color red yeah. is is throughout uh, out it
0: but you piece th- you piece the relationship part throughout the movie but what's basically going on i think do you think there was emotional abuse as well by oh, the way f- well, yeah there's yes, a lot of manipulation he, in this ma- relationship he's
1: manipulating her when she tells him she basically tells him that she wants a divorce and right. it's done yeah. and immediately he jumps into the mani- manipulation of If you leave me, I'm going to kill myself so that that stays on your conscience. Right. Forever. So you carry that guilt. Yeah. I mean, what the hell is that?
0: Yeah. And she was like, no, no, this is not going to happen. And we see her in this. They have this really great argument. Like, it's well done. Mm -hmm. The argument of him trying to manipulate her. And she's just like, no, I've had enough. And that's when you we're gonna piece this all together for you. Yeah,
1: right now instead of going back, back and, and forth because that'll get really confusing. It
0: it will. But she then cuts to in her living room texting Riley, her friend. Mm-hmm. I think letting her know like he's acting up again. He's right. doing it again because clearly he's done this. This
1: is a pattern of abuse with her.
0: Yeah, he catches her texting, so she he wants to know what's go- what he sa- what she's saying to the friend. But basically, he ends up. Punching her.
1: Punching her in the face. In the, right in nose. the nose.
0: I mean, yes. and hard enough that this woman like kind of stumbles backwards into the kitchen on the yeah. floor and she loses it. Yeah. She's like, get the fuck out of here. I'm done. Like, and she this is-
1: physically pushes him out of the
0: apartment. Yeah. And he's
1: like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's like, I don't want to hear it.
0: Yeah. And she kicks him out. She's right. like, I never want to hear or see you again. Right. And shuts the door. Mm hmm. But as she is standing in the living room crying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we, we find out that he apparently went to the neighbors.
0: Upstairs.
1: Uh-huh. How he got into their apartment is beyond me. Well, they said
0: he barged in. Oh, okay. I, yeah. miss, I guess I missed that part. I knocked and yeah. like barged in.
1: Barged in <laughs> and tr- because he, his plan is to go back into the apartment via the balcony. Right. But he missteps apparently and he crashes to his death.
0: So, yeah, he ended up dying anyway. Yeah, so his leg is all messed
1: up and twisted, and his arm gets impaled on the railing that's at the bottom. Yeah. And it literally pretty much, like, slices it in half and gets stuck in the palm area. Yeah. So, and that's important to know because of the movie itself. So that's the backstory with them, and how... The pattern of abuse was there. Now, there's one part I'm going to mention that she's talking to someone and says, it's the first time he ever actually hit me. Mm -hmm. So before that, it indicates that there was a pattern of emotional and manipulative Mm. abuse.
0: That's right. That's right. Yes. So So that's the backstory. And the reason she's in this countryside and is to escape and grieve because it seems like this might have happened pretty recent. Right. Right. And, uh, yeah, I would say no matter what the situation, I mean, that's that's a visually disturbing thing to mm-hmm. have happen yeah. to anyone. And yeah. you would never wish that on somebody. So for it to actually happen by accident, because it was an accident. Right. Or she later alludes that she wonders if he slipped on purpose, mm-hmm. kind of, right? right? I don't remember
1: her saying that, but... I think his intent was to- To come in. To come in. Yeah. And also there, just before we leave this whole thing, she keeps going back to one haunting memory because she saw him fall. Yes. Now, from what I read in different, you know, internets, as you like to say.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, is that it's not really clear if she saw this or if her mind saw mm. it. As he's falling, their eyes connect. Yes. And the haunting look on his face as he's falling is what she can't seem to get out of her mind. Right. So, but there's a lot of the whole thing is, well, if you remember, when you see him at the bottom after he's fallen, he's, he's falling, he's fallen with his back to the building. Yes. So we don't really know if that was in her mind. And she made that her mind Mm. constructed that moment. Or if he just fell and, and that was it. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting.
0: I would think he would fall too fast
1: to, to For that to even that. happen. Yes.
0: But you never know.
1: Right. You never A- and know. it could be her mind filling in the blanks.
0: Could be. Because I think know? our minds do protect or project <laughs> right. things that it wants to see.
1: And he had already told her, I'm going to do this so that it stays in your mind forever and you feel guilty forever.
0: And guess what?
1: She did because she did. this is her escape to try and get over this insanity in her
0: life. Right. Find out what happens next after this quick break. We have our backstory. Mm-hmm. So now we can continue with the present. Right. She decides to go for a walk.
1: Right. Beautiful walk. I mean, man. who wouldn't? Yeah.
0: I mean, I would love to just walk around and explore. Mm -hmm. You know what's funny is that I know she's wearing uh, a big coat. It doesn't look cold. Did you get the vibe that it was cold? I don't know why. This whole movie, I'm like, I know they're all wearing jackets and stuff, but nobody looks cold. It actually look hot (laughs) to me. (laughs) But you pretty much say this about every movie,
1: except maybe for like movies that are in Arctic conditions, like The Thing. But um, I felt that it was probably that transition from either cold from rain to cold or Mm. cold to rain because it looked rainy to me yeah and i think Mm. she was wearing more like a trench coat type thing
0: let's talk about her for a second yes she is i don't know how to say this it is what it is like she's she's very different like Mm -hmm. she has a very short haircut yes not extremely feminine mm-hmm. until the last part of the movie where she's wearing that dress. Yes. but then she has boots on, mm-hmm. and and you know she has a not a feminine look. And I wonder if it's on purpose, right? I've been trying to think about that because I don't know. It's it seems obvious to me, but it may not be obvious. Did mm-hmm. you notice that at all, or was that just me being like
1: me? What? <laughs> What I did notice since you mentioned the dress is towards the end she's wearing that dress. Yeah. That looks like something you see in old pictures of yes. Tudor England. You yeah. know, where it's it's tight on the on the bodice of the of the dress and it's mm. got these little seams that define the yeah. the waist. Um I would say that her style was I'm just comfortable and fuck it kinda
0: before the dress Uh, right Right. and i
1: thought it was interesting that i had meant to comment that to you but there were so many things going on when we watched it um that i thought that dress stood for something like back in the day
0: right like it took her back to those that time frame where women didn't have any say they were property right basically and she It makes sense maybe for the end of this movie because that's when she's being overwhelmed by man. Right. And she is the woman that you are the property and you don't have a say or you can't do anything Mm -hmm. as a woman because I did find that strange that she was... It's not that she wasn't... She was, like you're saying, she was in comfortable clothes because she's on her getaway. No
1: makeup. Doesn't care. She's like, I'm here for me. And that is great.
0: But then going from that to that, Really random dress. Extreme dress, I would say. Was very like, oh, what's up with this dress? Mm -hmm. It's a little, you know. It's it's
1: a very big contrast.
0: There we go. From what she was
1: wearing of comfort clothing that makes her comfortable. Right. To
0: this traditional female dress. Because it's all the way to her ankle. Right. Like, it's not even, you know, a knee-length dress. Right. Or below the knee. It's all the way to her ankle, but you can see that she's wearing boots. Right.
1: But that would have been also like back boots. in the day, too. Oh, well, combat boots, no. But they Semi-combat probably would have boots. worn boots back yeah. in those days, too. But like but, feminine boots. Right.
0: I guess. But... I don't know. I, don't, I noticed it.
1: Yeah. I, I did, too. I The dress is what got my attention at yeah. the end. It was like...
0: And eesh. it's pink. Yes. I don't know. And... I, I just don't see Alex Garland not doing it on purpose. Right. You get what I mean? There's a
1: significance to it.
0: Exactly. Mm.
1: There's a lot in this movie that is, uh, I don't want to say subliminal. It's there because it's in your face, but you have to really look at it. Yeah. And see it from the different points of view. From her point of view as a woman who's coming out of...
0: A, a grieving,
1: uh, who's grieving, came out of an abusive relationship, all that yeah. kind of stuff. So there's a lot going on.
0: Angry, uh, maybe because oh, I for mean, sure,
1: she's got to be angry.
0: You have to be. It's yeah. Not a so good thing. she decides to take a walk. Yeah, she sorry, the I wo- diverted, oh, okay. diverted on that.
1: And she's taking this gorgeous, gorgeous walk. You see bluebells, which tells me it's probably spring. Okay, over there. So that's why it's in that middle middle phase because that I think those bloom in the spring over there. Mm. And she gets to this tunnel, which now I understand your fascination with Mm -hmm. the tunnel at Road to Nowhere, Mm -hmm. why you were so enthralled by it. And um, the tunnel is is cool.
0: Yeah. And And, now seeing one in real life.
1: And walking it from end to end.
0: it's very cool. But the reason I love the Road to Nowhere is because of... This movie, I saw it, The mo- I watched the movie mm-hmm. first, we went later in that year, and I'm like, oh my god, I said it when yeah. we got there, I'm like, oh my god, this is like in men. Yes. And we tried to do the echo thing, and we do think, maybe, I mean, we don't know the science behind it, but the echoing in this movie seemed to be dramatic.
1: Exaggerated. Because that yeah. didn't
0: happen in... Road to Nowhere, but... And, and it, it seemed it, like the tunnels were the same.
1: About a quarter... Because I know Road to Nowhere, I believe, is about a quarter of a mile long. And that's mm. long. Yeah. Um. And the tunnel there seemed about the same length as well.
0: Yeah. It seemed like it. Yeah.
1: And... But, like, our last day, this last time around that we were up there, mm-hmm. we did do that. And it did echo. But not to the degree at which she hers was yeah but the thing is it's a very cool scene and of course you when we went over there tried to mimic it as well we all did several times
0: yeah but we couldn't tunnels are really
1: they're creepy and they're cool and and it's amazing how when you walk into one the temperature drops
0: Oh my god, it was freezing in the like middle. Like
1: immediately, the yeah. center of it is so dark. You yeah. don't think it is because you see light on either side yeah. until you're in the very middle and it is you can't see what you're walking on.
0: I know. <laughs> Remember I'm like, "Oh, what's here? What's yeah. there?" making yeah. up a whole horror movie.
1: And you can see the roots growing yeah. in and we saw it over at Road to Nowhere and um, it, it's and, and in case anybody's wondering, Road to Nowhere is part of the of the Great Smoky Mountains. And it's right outside the town of Bryson City. It's it's a beautiful mm-hmm. drive there, and mm-hmm. tons of overlooks. But th- the actual tunnel itself is just fascinating. There's tons of graffiti inside of it. Yeah, but it's very cool. A oh, lot of it is so just cool. amazing. So. I'll go
0: ahead and uh, make sure to post. That's a great idea with the mm-hmm. socials. so yeah. you can see it. Yeah. And I'll I'll do this. I'll post the shot of the tunnel that I took like from the outside mm-hmm. and post the movie one mm-hmm. so you can see how i mean i was like whoa yeah <laughs> it it's great. very similar very similar yeah. but she gets there and she starts like just echoing sounds and mm-hmm. we get like the music i like the theme of this movie mm-hmm. musically we get from this tunnel scene sorry archie is playing downstairs so yeah that's our background noise today. Mm -hmm. He sounds so happy. He does. (laughs) Um, And it's just, like I said, it's her trying different tones and timing so that it starts sounding like a song. And it's very cool. It is. But it sounds creepy at the same time. It does. Um, But of course, this all ends when all of a sudden there's a man. Right. At the end of the tunnel. Right.
1: He's gets You can see that he's like lying down maybe.
0: I have a comment. Yeah. When I watched it, yes, it does look like the person was laying down and they get up. For some reason, Mm -hmm. when I watched it this time, I thought it was her. It looked like somebody mirroring her because it had a coat. Mm -hmm. It seemed to have had the same stature and hair. Yeah. But it's really dark and quick that I don't know. But for some reason, I got that feeling.
1: And you know what? You do have a point there. When that person that she sees gets up, it's like growling in anger. Mm -hmm. I I call it growling because I don't know what else to call it but that. Mm. And it supposedly starts to follow her, but we don't really see it.
0: We don't. It actually uh, runs after her, right? Right. It starts running in the tunnel towards her. In the tunnel towards her, and she just
1: turns around and flees. Yeah. But we never see it, Mm -hmm. and you have a point. Because... You know what? I think this is where the fragmentation of what's in her imagination, Mm. of what she's, quote unquote, I don't want to say hallucinating, but I can't think of a better word. Yeah. From there, I think this is the break. This Mm. is where it happens.
0: Okay. Maybe. Because
1: of what you're saying. That makes sense. It was her anger coming back.
0: Or her guilt, fear. Right. She's scared of her own feelings and just running. She keeps running away from it. Yeah. Or wanting to get away from it because who wants to live with this? Right.
1: Because when she's doing that whole singing in the tunnel, right, she's you can tell that she's really happy. She's she enjoying is. it and yeah. all of a sudden it just gets ruined. Right. So is that a a a way of saying she was a happy person until this happened and then it just messed up her life, this whole relationship?
0: Could be. It could be. Because I noticed it. I didn't and I forgot to comment when we were watching it so that maybe we can pause and kind of rewind and see, mm-hmm. because it was so noticeable this time. Yeah. But she runs off, runs into this beautiful open field. She takes a picture of like this abandoned farm kind farm of thing. thing. Yeah. But as she's doing that, there's a naked man there. Right. Just staring at her. And we get a It's full yeah, frontal full, full naked. On. Yeah, man and uh she gets freaked out and rightly so right and runs away into town yet again
1: Mm -hmm.
0: i still don't i think that's the i would say that's the green man that's chasing her Mm -hmm. from the beginning you mean the guy in the tunnel no and that's the thing i don't think the man that's naked is the man from it's not the one thing i did notice the Thing from the tunnel did have, have something on. on. Yeah. Granted, they could have just taken it off. Right, but it doesn't
1: make sense either. And I'm I'm 100% agreeing with what you had said, that she's seeing herself.
0: That's because the impression I got. The yeah.
1: silhouette that they also show of her at one point, I think from behind, looks like that. Yeah. That had not occurred to me. Yeah. But I do think that that is the point where she mm. breaks.
0: Yeah, and that's Talking where, about it
1: now, yes. And that yeah. first thing that she sees in that field, that naked dude, yeah, is what's going to lead to this... To the rest. Yes, to this insane thing that's going on.
0: Yeah. She ends up going to the church, mm-hmm. beautiful church, and we see the... Be- this is our first glimpse at this mythical uh, deity, I would say, yeah. or just folklore, and it's a double-sided stone where on one side it's the green man. That's where I've that's how I've looked it up. Yeah. And on the other side, I do not know how to pronounce this. It's the Sheila, Sheila, hold on, because of course now the internet Sheila Nagig. Right. So the the green man, it's literally a face with a bunch, I was gonna say feathers. Yeah, uh, leaves. Leaves. The woman or the Sheila Nagig is a female with large breasts. Mm-hmm. And basically opening her vagina. <laughs> right. But she is the, she represents fertility, is what I read. There's a lot of things between these two because the green man also represents renewal, mm-hmm. rebirth, spring, mm-hmm. because they've seen the green man like at those uh, festivals with spring. Right. I also read with the Sheila Nagig that yes, it's fertility, but also the symbol of female sexuality. Yeah. That Empowering makes sense. symbol. Yes. Right. Of, and I, I've read this on Britannica.
1: Whoa, whoa. You know, that used to be back in the day, like the the end-all, be-all encyclopedia that you could possibly go, get yeah. back in my day. Like that was, that was the first class of a yeah. plane flight. And then you had the World Book Encyclopedia, which was, you know, the, the one. Yep. Yeah.
0: I know. Back in the day, we had to use books, mm-hmm. encyclopedia books. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah. actually, and I also remember when we had our old Mac back then mm-hmm. when I would have to do stuff for school, we had a cd ROM encyclopedia that's right. Remember mm-hmm. oh my God and I would print stuff out. yeah <sighs> now you can just google everything. yeah, you basically can. I wonder what it's like to write papers for school now because i I don't know I can't even imagine I don't even everything's on <laughs> the internet. Anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. I went ahead of myself here. Before the church scene, Uh, the next day after this naked man Mm -hmm. situation, Harper is still working, apparently. Yeah. She's there. She's on this holiday, but she's still working. So she's taking this work call and she's walking around her rental. Right. Very So so beautiful. It is beautiful. The naked man shows up in the yard. Yep. She doesn't see him initially, but you do. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, then her friend calls, asking for an official tour of the house. Right. She starts giving her this tour, and all of a sudden, Harper finally sees the naked The man naked guy. Yep. And freaks out, mm. calls 911. They come and arrest him. But they treat it like it's not a big deal, yeah. which is another thing. Because uh-huh. she is now technically, we think it's the same guy from out in the field to now. This guy is stalking her, and she's like, why is no one taking this? So, so even the woman cop is like, oh, he's harmless. Right. It's kind of like they're saying you're just a hysterical female. Right. Freaking out over a man. Uh-huh. Right. Quote unquote stalking you. Right. Anyway.
1: And forget about the fact that he's naked. I mean, gee whiz. Who yeah. cares? People yeah. walk around naked all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> In this scene is where we first, one of the officers that's arresting the the naked guy looks like Joffrey. Right. But you're kind of like, hmm, is it? Not sure. They
1: did a great job of disguising, but not disguising him. Yes. The character himself. Yeah. Because from here on, Joffrey is a, is manifested in every single male mm-hmm. that we see, we're introduced to in the movie.
0: Right. It's after this. Now is when she goes to the church and you see the two symbols of the green man and the Sheila Nagig. hmm She has a... Like an emotional breakdown in the church,
1: mm-hmm. because but ha- is it is it a breakdown or is it just her releasing? I, I hate using the word breakdown because then we're feeding into the whole misogyny thing of this.
0: But is that the point? <laughs> because the vicar—that's uh, that's the name, right? Yes, the, the vicar. vicar sees her. Mm-hmm. And doesn't approach her no. while she's having this emotional moment. Right. We'll call it that. Mm-hmm. Because this is in this moment, I think, is when she had a flashback to the story of right. Right, what happened in her marriage. And then we come back mm-hmm. and she's just like crying. Yes. But it looks like it felt good.
1: Right. Like kind she thing. released something.
0: Right. An emotional release for her. Because mm-hmm. uh, she may not have been processing it right. correctly. Correctly. She goes outside. She has this moment. She goes outside to uh, the graveyard and walks around, and she meets this kid.
1: This weird kid. I don't even know. Like, how old do you think he is? He's wearing one of those. Yeah, he's wearing one of those plastic Halloween masks, like, back in the day that had the elastic band. And it's a woman with really full lips and the blonde hair.
0: Dramatic, like eyeliner I yeah guess. she
1: almost kind of like looks like the head of an inflatable doll
0: like a blow-up doll yeah
1: one of those things kinda he, yeah and he's just weird and he wants to play hide and seek with her mm-hmm. and when she refuses he just calls her a bitch
0: yeah she's like okay the mask and i i commented when we watched it it reminds me of marilyn monroe right which is the icon right mm-hmm. she's always been this beauty sex symbol right Um, so that's interesting if it is, it's like another on purpose Yes, I'm for sure that was on. And then he goes away because the vicar shows up. Right. Very strange looking guy. It's Joffrey Mm -hmm. or the actor. That's playing. It's the same actor playing the
1: different men. Right. Men.
0: (laughs) Ha. And, uh, the vicar and and Harper talk. Right. Because he's like, oh yeah, I noticed you were in there, but you know, I didn't. Basically want to approach and he seemingly seems like he's consoling her. Right. Until he puts his hand on her knee. Which was also very strange. Yes. Because he's also like,
1: you see him moving like his fingers. Oh, he is. I like, didn't notice. Yeah. Like lightly massaging her knee. Yeah. Just very, you almost don't see it. You see it more when he's about to take his hand off her knee than mm. you really see it.
0: Yeah, because if you're going to be consoling someone, you it's the shoulder. Right. Why are you touching the knee? We're not dating.
1: Yeah, the knee <laughs> is a very possessive.
0: Or more endearing,
1: sexual. M- more intimate. More intimate, yeah. Uh, there's something intimate about that action. Yeah. But he, yeah, you're right. He, at first, he's like, oh, yes, like what you would expect. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden he twists it because she tells him the story and he
0: twists it. He throws
1: it back on her.
0: Yeah, she tells him that James hit her and he looks like he's sympathizing. But then he says, well, men hit women sometimes. It happens. There's no cause for alarm, basically. Right. And she was like, fuck you. And she walks away (laughs) and he's like. I feel like when they focused on him when she walked away, he felt very satisfied uh-huh. with what he said. And he was just like, okay. Yeah. I'm fine with like, what I just Hopefully that
1: digs in more of that guilt.
0: Yeah. She makes the mistake, in my opinion, of going to the pub. Yes. Because Joffrey said the pub is great. Mm-hmm. And as she walks in. there's There's Joffrey. Well there is Joffrey, but then all the other men in yes. there
1: well two are, all of two men that were in there
0: no there were two yeah there were two guys at a table mm-hmm. they look like Joffrey Joffrey yeah. was there right the bartender mm-hmm. and then the the cop yep as she's there ordering her her vodka tonic great choice right Joffrey of immediate I got it and she's like no and he's like he insists and he insists back to the whole thing of like, the woman can't pay or can't
1: pay for herself, pay for herself or, whatever. or pick up her
0: own bags. Like, we got it. Right. But he wins. She's like, fine. Again, he brings the bags in. You know what's funny, too? When he brought in her bags, I forgot to comment. Uh huh. He bitches when he brings in her bags. Yeah,
1: it's like, I'm doing it, but I'm going to. You're right. He bitches
0: about it. He's like, oh my God, you brought so much stuff. I should have let you help me. Right. Nobody asked you to Nobody do it. Nobody asked you. <laughs> I forgot to mention that. You know, that. that's along the
1: lines like I've seen this happen where like let's say in a husband wife situation the guy says, "Oh, I did this for you today." Like and that this could be I did the laundry. Yeah. I I cleaned the floors or I cleaned the house for you today.
0: Mhm. Like, for you.
1: For you. No, it's it's a 50/50. Everybody lives here. Everybody needs right. to participate.
0: Right. So it's kind of like that. Right. Anyway, the cop is there and he says that the naked man has been released because he didn't do anything wrong. And Harper's like, this man stalked me. So we're back to the thing of belittling the situation Mm -hmm. for her. Right. Like she's being. A hysterical hysterical female. Right. Mm -hmm. And she gets all mad and goes home. She's like, forget it. I'll just go. It's like, fuck this place. I'm out of here. And you, yeah. you know what i what I noticed is
1: when when she's having her drink, she's literally guzzling it down.
0: Does she? I didn't even. Notice. Yeah, she was
1: drinking it like really fast, like to get the hell out of there.
0: Mm. You know. Yeah. She goes home. She calls Riley, and Riley says, and basically Harper's like, I'm done. I'm just gonna go home. Like right. she's over it. I literally, she literally says, I'm done. Yeah. Because. <clears throat> I also think of it as she's done with men. It's almost like she wanted to say that because mm-hmm. not only did this happen with her husband, this town is like insane. All right. these men are crazy. Right. I almost took it as she was saying that. I'm done. Right. Like I'm over it. Mm-hmm. I just want to go home, home. Right. But Riley's like, no, you did this for you. Kind of like in a woman empowerment situation. Right. Um, I'm going to come and right. we're going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Harper's like, fine. She's trying to text her the address. And somehow, Joffrey, I believe, or whoever this town is, took over her phone and is like, we know where you are, you stupid bitch. Because she's like sending a pin to Riley. Right. And this is where all the madness begins. Well... It, Extra madness. It gets
1: madder, insane. Yes. yes. Um. Something I wanted to comment on: the first time that she's talking to Riley from the house. Yes. That there's interference in the internet itself. Yeah. Uh, on her phone. Hmm. Uh, you kind of see her face gets distorted as the signal goes out, and what you see is Joffrey's face, kind of.
0: I thought so. Yes, no, and then the second time it
1: happens, it happens again.
0: Yeah, and it's like Joffrey screaming. Right. So he's
1: basically interfering Mm -hmm. yet again in her life.
0: Right. Man interfering. Yeah, a man. In this context of the movie. When she looks outside, it's now nighttime, when she's looking outside by the apple tree, the Mm -hmm. policeman seems to be standing there. (laughs) Yeah. And she goes outside and she's like, what's up?
1: Yeah, basically, what the fuck are you doing here?
0: Doesn't answer. And then he disappears because the lights flicker now. Yes. And he disappears. What I liked about <laughs> when
1: she, that part is, which I found mm-hmm. neat is like she's saying, why aren't you talking?
0: Yeah. Why aren't you saying something? Right. Because that's
1: what I would be saying to that person. It was person. a good answer,
0: yeah. Yeah. Or a good response to To him not being responding. there, right. <laughs>
1: Because I would have been out there like, what are you doing here? And why aren't you answering anything? Yeah. He he was just standing there staring Mm -hmm. at her. And this is when all lunacy just breaks loose.
0: Yes. Something chases her back into the house after the policeman. She arms herself with a knife, Mm -hmm. which at least she was smart (laughs) enough to do this. Something breaks in through the the kitchen. And somehow Joffrey ends up arriving to the house. And when he goes to investigate, because he's the man, right? He mm-hmm. goes to investigate what happened in the kitchen. It's a dead crow. Right. And he's like, oh, it's just a dead crow. Sorry, ma'am. And, you know, he- he Breaks the neck. Yeah, which was actually kind of nice of him, mm-hmm. I suppose. But then Joffrey goes back into the garden. The lights flicker again. There's a lot of lighting situation going on mm-hmm. at this end of the movie. And the naked man is back. And not only is he back- right? He's back decorated like the green man like the green
1: man he's yeah. got uh, and and it's a very mm-hmm. weirdly disturbing image because at one point they show him earlier in the movie like cutting yes. his skin and inserting leaves
0: but the green and not just that it's Joffrey the yes, same guy the same guy Right.
1: and the naked man is Joffrey or the face of
0: right it's hard to the, yeah
1: <laughs> yeah the the character who plays Joffrey or Joffrey who is the mm-hmm. The landlord, she sees him as every single man. Mm-hmm. Every man in this movie is him. Yeah. Which also means that this is really a representation of James. Yes. In a way.
0: Yes. When this, she's on the inside of the house, right? At the front of the door. Right. The green man puts his arm through the letterbox mm-hmm. or the mail slot. She puts the knife. Stabs him. And the injury that in, that presents itself is the injury of James, which right. is from the forearm all the way to the palm, it just slits. Mm-hmm. And the symbolism I read throughout the internets with this is that she is to blame for this death injury because she stabbed this green man, and now it's getting injured by her hand through the slot mm-hmm. with her knife. Hmm. So it's kind of like it's your it's her fault, right? This whole thing is her own fault, right? This the guilt James dying and now the green man being injured. It's by her hand, right? Basically is what I read and I'm like, oh, I can see that Mm -hmm. because technically the green man is getting injured because she's defending herself, right? And is it that James got injured because she was defending herself?
1: Well died
0: right kind of thing. There's a lot going on. There is a
1: lot. There's a lot of meaning, hidden messages, yeah. or maybe not so hidden, but sometimes you're like, aha. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, I found that whole scene cringeworthy.
0: With the slitting of the, of the forearm and Yeah, half.
1: because you see it. It literally, and it doesn't stop at the palm. It goes all, all the, the, the way, way through. So imagine your hand from your forearm all the way down to your fingertips being split in half. And you've yes. got these two floppy sides of your hands. It's just like, oh mm-hmm.
0: and what's more disturbing is that now she's still in the house and she goes to the bedroom and the vicar is in is there is there or follows her in there and he is also with the split hand. hand and it just looks weirdly disgusting and sexual at the same time. And he's
1: washing it in the sink.
0: Yes. Ew. Very gross but cool at the same time. Yeah. But then this vicar, like, literally comes onto her and, and blames
1: her for it.
0: Yes. Because of her female power, this is what she does. This is what women do. Uh huh. We instigate that carnal sexual lust. want, yeah. lust. Why can't I just find the right word? Lust. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And this is why the- it's almost like the downfall of man. Uh huh. Right. So he, like, he uses that arm to hold her neck i know but it goes around like both the hands i don't know it's hard to describe unless you watch it
1: and this is when she's wearing that dress yeah
0: she's already wearing that pink dress Mm -hmm. and he tries to rape her
1: yes he does until she stabs him
0: which is the irony right because you are a priest right right? i mean a a religious man religious man um and what are you doing Mm -hmm. you know but yes, he she does stab him, and she gets to run away. Mm-hmm. Seemingly, she right. gets in her car, and she, as she's driving out of town, she hits Joffrey, right? Who she still thinks is the nice guy. Mm-hmm. But as she comes out, because she does hit him to to help him off the street, he's awful.
1: Yeah, he he grabs her and pulls, throws her out of the
0: car, and. Takes the car and drives away and turns around right. to chase her down. Right. So it's like another hint of like even the nice guy Isn't so nice. Isn't so nice because right. look what he's doing. I mean he's hinted at it anyway with all these right. little, stab little stabs and tabs, yeah. everything. <laughs> he crashes the car into some stone there by the the entrance of the house. And this is where it's the that last 15 minutes. And this in particular, I think is what got people. Is this
1: the this visual? Yes. Take it away. This part is visually the most disturbing thing I have seen in recent times.
0: Yeah, and different,
1: and very different, very unusual. When I first saw this, I, I think my eyes were bulging out of my head the I first time most I people, saw it yeah. because <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was seeing. So. After that whole chase scene and the crashing of the car into the stone wall, the naked man appears. And now he's like the green man, full on. Yeah. G- leaves are growing out of his face.
0: Yeah, it looks cool, though.
1: It, it does look very cool. Very, very mythological kind yeah. of thing. And he approaches her and you can see that his ankle's broken, which is kind of mimicking, not kind of, it is mimicking how James appeared. Yes. And then all of a sudden you see that his belly starts to grow. Mm-hmm. And and he gives birth to Samuel, the young boy. The green man. Right. Man. Gives, man gives, gives birth. birth. And then the boy, Samuel, gives birth to, to the vicar. Mm-hmm. And then the vicar gives birth to Joffrey. And then Joffrey gives birth to James. Through the mouth. Through the mouth, which yes. was really weird. Yes. Each of them, each, each birth is... Is just visually stunning and horrifying at the same time. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then you see Joffrey all, he's all fucked up from his 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 fall. And and you the next thing. You mean James.
0: Huh? James.
1: Joff, did I say Joffrey?
0: Yeah. James, sorry. Mm-hmm.
1: James. There's he and Harper are sitting on the sofa and she finally looks at him and she's like, What what do you want from mm-hmm. me? What do you want? Mm-hmm. And he says, I just want your love. And then the next day, Riley, it's the next day you see Harper sitting on the steps outside. Yep. Riley arrives and you realize and you see that Riley's pregnant. Yeah. Pretty big pregnant yeah. already, probably into her seventh or eighth months. Yeah. She sees Harper and, and Harper smiles back at her and the movie ends right there.
0: Yeah. Harper is sitting outside of the house on some steps, still in the pink dress with blood on. Uh huh. I think she's holding something. I don't know if she was holding the knife or maybe not, or fiddling with her hands. I don't know. But yeah, she just looks over at her. And smiles. And smiles.
1: Now, let's talk about what really is going on here.
0: Let's do it. Because. This is the whole point of this movie. Yeah.
1: The whole thing here is that, and there's I, I read so much last night that I actually fell asleep with the phone in my hand yeah. researching and it hit my nose. And at one point I'm like, okay, it's probably time to go to bed now. Mm-hmm. So, and us talking about the tunnel scene now, to me, that tunnel scene is where she has a break from reality. Mm. Everything that happens from the tunnel scene on did not happen.
0: Really? That's
1: in, in my opinion, I, I and I agree. Mm. I don't think any of that happened. Interesting. It was her way of manifesting it.
0: Processing this grief, guilt right. of the husband's death.
1: Yes, I the think the, the the scene at the beginning ah. was Joffrey does happen, yeah. and that is what triggers everything that happens. Mm-hmm. When you said that about the tunnel, mm-hmm. it being her, yeah, that to me is where that break starts
0: from then on. Because I didn't read that anywhere, so that's cool. Yeah, I did that. That was mm. none of oh, that. You was did re- read that. Yes, it, that oh, okay. none
1: of that was real, ah. and. Now when it clicked for me when we talked about the tunnel. Yeah. Because I had not thought about that being her because you're right. It does look like her in silhouette. Right. Hmm. Also, when Riley gets there, this was another one that I read somewhere else. She's not really looking at blood. You, the audience, see blood because that's what you saw Harper go through. But she's just there. Sitting there. Yeah. She's just sitting there and there's no blood trail or any of that. It's just Harper's way of manifesting and dealing with all of it.
0: And then at the end, her there is her acceptance and she's probably and moving moved on. on. Yes. Mm.
1: Yes. The Excellent. only caveat here was the police woman, when the naked guy, when the two cops come. Yeah. But even that, that she was very nonchalant she about was. it. She was.
0: She was. She was adding to the fact that there was nothing really serious about this. Yeah. Incident. And
1: so that was mm-hmm. one of the many that I read last night and that made the most sense to me. What about you? How do you see all okay. that? Forget I mean, about what I just said, but how did you, how were you seeing it?
0: I mean, I, I, the whole movie is processing the grief of her husband. And I think what th- I didn't think about that at all, but how I was thinking of it was that she, the Joffreys, right, mm-hmm. were all different men, but because she never comments that they look the same, which no. I did read this, and right. I thought of it on my own as well, is that she just sees men at this moment that they're all the same. They're all the same. Agreed. Because as she said, when the whole thing at the pub happened, she's done. Mm-hmm. She's done with being manipulated by a man starting with her husband with the suicide mm-hmm. um threat and then literally it coming to fruition and she's stuck with having this guilt of like did he die because of me right because she it's when she's talking to the vicar that she said when she thought she connected with him visually is where i believe she does say to him did he slip or did he let himself go?
1: Right. Oh, that's right. Yes.
0: So she's haunted by this thought. She's haunted by the connection of him in the eyes when he was falling. And then, like I said, everybody in the town is it's just another man. Right. Being a man right. in her vision. And then the whole thing with the green man and the rebirth, it's rebirth of man over and over. And it's it's interesting that it's the the rebirth of all these characters that were mean to her,
1: misogynist,
0: in this movie. Yeah. And then we end with the ultimate manipulator, which was her Jay. husband. Yeah.
1: However, does that also show the rebirth, the men giving birth, was that they continue to give birth to the same type of man? Yes,
0: I've read that as well, that it's also just the same thing over and over. Manipulation, right? Misogyny and and abuse and abuse. It's and a kid being an asshole, like right. It's just exactly that. It's repetitive throughout mm-hmm. time, right? I do think it's interesting that they had a man giving birth mm-hmm. over and and it's. I mean the the green man does it from what it looks like from anal. Right, it's not coming out of a, a penis. It's coming out anal. One of right. them was through the back, mm-hmm. and then like the last one was, was through, through the, the mouth. mouth. Yeah, um, they all look like they were in pain, which also goes back to the Adam and Eve that the re you know with her doing the forbidden fruit situation, birth becomes painful, mm-hmm. right? So I right. don't know if that has something to do with. It. I haven't sure been able to connect. plays in because yes. you know they look like they're in pain. So it's also commenting on that with the women like. You sinned. The woman is the sinner because of the forbidden fruit, meaning-
1: It's all your fault, basically. Everything is.
0: Lust is our fault. You get pain. The period happens because of all right. of this. Like It's just all this mixed up of mythology. Mm-hmm. Um, and what else did I have to say? I just had it, but I can't remember now. But that's how I see yeah. the movie.
1: Uh- this movie, you could talk about this movie for hours and hours on end with different types of people Yeah, to get their feedback. And I could see it also becoming a very big heated argument with people as well.
0: It does. But you have to, that's why we put the, the uh, disclaimer at the beginning. This is not how we feel. It's just this is how we're interpreting the movie to be present. Like this is what I think Alex Garland is trying to say. Mm-hmm. And it's because that's what we think Harper is thinking. Right. That how she is seeing the world and seeing her friend pregnant at the end. What is the purpose of? I still can't figure out why that's there. Is it rebirth as well?
1: Probably. Yeah.
0: And she's wearing blue, mm-hmm. so is she having a boy. Is this a rebirth of another man? Uh huh. Like I don't know. And then but it's will, funny that Harper's wearing pink. But will
1: Riley now raise that? Boy, if it's in fact a boy, because she's wearing blue, and we've got the pink and blue thing going on. Yeah,
0: more gender. Yes,
1: more gender separation. Really. Right. Does this mean that her child will be different? That she will teach her child to not be right? You could you could read so many things into this. And then the other
0: thing, this is what I remember now the 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 birthing at the end, the constant rebirth. It's also I I also took it as. This is a constant rebirth of her guilt because mm-hmm. each one of them had that messed up hand. Right. So it's a constant, and the messed up ankle, like mm-hmm. James, is it a constant reminder of her guilt and how it's just going to keep rebirthing itself with mm-hmm. man, right? Or any man is every man going to keep judging her on this situation, right. And blame her
1: because that sh- it's because of her it's that because that of happened.
0: her that this whole that her husband died and she has this guilt. It's her yeah. own fault. Yeah. And I think at the end when James says that to her, I don't know. It'd be interesting to fill in the gap and see what she said back. Mm-hmm. You know, to this "quote unquote" real James or not. If it's in her head, does she just like say, "Okay, we loved each other, but I'm not accepting responsibility for, for this. your idiocy," or just the accident? Because it, it's an accident that he fell. Mm-hmm. He wanted to come in through the balcony, and he. Slipped.
1: Yeah. He didn't see that he was gonna slip and fall and kill himself. Because right. him saying to her, Oh, I'm gonna kill myself was just another way to 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 get to her. Yeah. And to plant him saying that is what caused all of this.
0: Well, and it planted, which a is seed. funny because then And then you give birth to that. Right. That's oh my
1: God, we could just go on for days on this one.
0: Yeah. But I can also see where and this is why it's a, the elevated movie because it is when you really start talking about it it's a straightforward symbol It like it makes sense mm-hmm. to us now but i can see where this would piss people off right it's like why go through all this just to say xyz right but i think it's worth the journey and i think it's worth the visual mm-hmm. of it and just trying to piece it together and being like confused and like what the first time you watch it. This is one of those I think with each watch you can appreciate it better. Mm-hmm. If you like it. Yeah. If you don't like it, I don't think you're gonna like it no matter how many yeah, times you I watch agree. It. You're
1: not gonna like if you didn't like it at all. Yeah. And you're like it probably won't resonate. If it pissed you off in the wrong way, like you can be angry about what a movie gives you, but then you're so angry that you want to watch it again to learn more from it. Right. But there could be folks out there who are just like, no, I'm not watching this shit anymore.
0: Right. So I can see why the scores are the way they are. It's not for everyone. We totally get it, Mm -hmm. but I'm here for it. One of those movies, now that you bring it up and you you still have to watch it, where it made me so mad, Mm -hmm. but it was good- uh, Soft and Quiet mm-hmm. on Netflix. Soft and Quiet? Yeah.
1: That's the name of it? I, I told you about this. Did Oh, boy. I'm having a senior moment. I don't remember. Oh, boy. I'm sorry.
0: Well, that Listen, movie- Listen, we,
1: we talk about too many movies for me to remember
0: all of them. I couldn't even
1: remember Annihilation, <laughs> Annihilation. last night. Mm. So
0: Well, that one's one of those that it's a very well done real life horror movie, mm-hmm. but it makes you so- angry Mm. the whole movie i was so mad oh i'm
1: gonna have to watch this
0: but i want to watch it again just to grasp it again it's i mean i it's very straightforward but it makes you so angry Mm. because you know this happens you know it exists and it's very well done that i was like very upset so if you're in the mood to get upset i suppose that's a good movie anyway any final thoughts on men uh The movie, <laughs> not real men
1: out there. <laughs> I will. I will not go down that road. Um, no. <laughs> final thoughts. It's not for everybody, but it has an amazing message in it throughout it. It's a woman empowerment type of thing of not allowing other. Or how about a human empowerment? Don't yeah. let other people's Opinions, manipulative. Yeah. M- methods get under your skin. It doesn't yeah. matter if you're man or woman. Do not allow somebody else trying to manipulate manipulate you into feeling guilty or doing what they want, rule your life or your world or your mind. Right. That's how I see it.
0: Yeah, you take can take the whole
1: gender out of it. In general, I yeah. know that people male or female can be that way. Or friendships. Or fr- there are friendships that are like yeah. that. I
0: I know. <laughs> so. Exactly. All right. Well, I agree. I we've talked the shit out of it. I think it's a great movie. I also agree. It's not for everybody. I would say give it a chance, but I can see why you wouldn't give it a chance. It's very out there. I can't wait to see what else Alex Garland does, and Mm -hmm. I'm here for it. Yeah. Sound and movie.
1: This move, the music in this movie.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. It was very uh, operatic. Yes. Unsettling. As I mentioned, the tunnel scene has what I think the theme of the movie ends up being. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like trying to be melancholy, but it's not. There's like a little edge to it.
1: Yeah. I, I have a sample of it if you want to hear it. Sure. Okay.
0: It's unsettling. It It is. It fits the movie because it's artsy and just kind of a different sound. You haven't heard something like that.
1: Mm -hmm. It's unusual.
0: It kind of gives a hereditary vibe. Yeah, it does. It kind of does. But then, isn't that A24? It is A24. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think the music in this or sound in this movie is spot.
1: On. yeah it really does capture um even the scene in the tunnel where she's doing the whole uh, 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 thing mm-hmm. that was in and of itself very musical and eerie, yeah, but also kind of it was beautiful
0: and fun, kind of was, playful, yes, initially, yeah,
1: exactly. So mm-hmm. I, even that scene, that part was pretty cool was I consider that very musical as well, agree. yeah, agree.
0: best scene. do you have a best scene?
1: Uh, There were so many that it is impossible for me to pin them down because each scene that I enjoyed had so much to it. Mm. Uh, Clearly, the tunnel scene is amazing. It also has our own memory built into it from when we went over to Road to Nowhere. But um, that one, the whole last 20 minutes to me is one big scene. Yeah. So it's really even the pub scene. I can't pick one that's my favorite. Okay, I know which one yours is.
0: Yeah, it's the tunnel scene. Yeah, because it's—I don't know. When I first saw it too, and with the when I first saw it, it was like, wow, that's cool. How it went from something very innocent—you're having a nice time, you're just messing around—and then this shadow shows up and chases you. It just set the tone mm-hmm. for the movie, and it was just perfect. And yes, of course, it adds. That we went to Road to Nowhere and it it's nostalgia as well. But I think that's what set the movie off. Yeah. Was the tunnel scene.
1: I do remember when, when we first went to the tunnel up there. Your face was like, wow.
0: Yeah. So I can imagine her too. Maybe yeah. she hadn't seen something like that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Very cool.
1: Yeah. What about um Beth character?
0: I think we both agree.
1: Yeah.
0: Harper. Harper. Yep. Yep. I really have nothing bad to say about her. I liked her as a main character heroine of this movie and I was mm-hmm. rooting for her. Yep. And uh, I think the actress did a really good job. She did do a great job. Yeah. What about best unlikable character?
1: You know, I I wrote the Vicar, but really that, the Joffrey every man mm-hmm. character, yeah. which also in in many ways is a representation of who your least likely most unlikable character is that character is my favorite character. Yeah. Is, is mm. the most unlikable. You, you just despise that person as they evolve. Mm. Because at first, Joffrey seems nice. Yeah. But he's really an asshole. Yeah. He is. And James is an asshole.
0: Yeah. So is the vicar. He comes across like a nice, and then he turns into an he, asshole. Yeah. So mm. that
1: character that Rory Kinnear played. Yeah. That is the least. The best unlikable character in this movie. I like it. Now, of the ones that they showed of the l- best unlikable, the one that I didn't find as impactful was the kid Samuel. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't feel like he needed to be there, but at the same time, maybe because you're seeing the beginning is, of it. This is this, it's even at this age, it's already there. Right. So I just talked myself out of that one. Okay. So there that happens go. on this show. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> and yours? Uh, I did put James because. His manipulation was spot on, honestly. Like, he really manipulated her. And I think that's what, I mean, that's what caused all of this for Harper. Right. Was planting, like you said, that seed of, I'm going to kill myself and it's going to be your fault. You have to live with it. Mm -hmm. And it essentially happens and it's like a revolving issue. Mm -hmm. Guilt for the whole movie. Yeah. Set the tone. So, he's the winner. Ta-da. Ta-da. (laughs) Ta-da. Next up, we have what character would you be? We pick each other. We pick for each other who we would think we would be in the movie. Mm-hmm. I chose Riley for you because you would be that. I'm coming. Just stay there. I'll come and we'll have a good time. Yeah, you'd be that
1: friend. I would. Yeah. I would. It's like no, don't put up with this shit. You're not going to let that power take over. Yeah. And we're going to have a good time. Exactly. Yeah. So there you go. Oh God, what did you choose for me? No, I- no one. Oh, okay. I put Samuel, <laughs> the kid, and I put just kidding. Okay. Um, I I didn't feel an affinity there of you anywhere, but at the end, now that we talk through it, mm. I think you would be the Harper at the end that says, you know what? I'm done with all this shit. Yeah. And I'm moving on.
0: I love her accent. I'm Dawn. I'm done. I am done i can not even do it. <laughs> I'm done. Because she's Irish. The yeah, I was going to say,
1: I can't do that accent I can't even to do save it. my life. But the
0: way she said it was so cool. I'm like, oh.
1: Like I could see you doing that, yeah. saying that, you know, I, because I know you're like that. There comes a moment where something is, it's the, it's, you're done with it and you say it. I'm done with this and yeah. you don't look back. Yeah. And I think at the end, that is what Harper learned is
0: just move forward. She's done with it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Does it hold up? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And now our seven rules. These are our seven rules on how to survive our- wow. Wow. These are our seven rules on how to survive a horror movie. Mm -hmm. I've never had an issue saying this, but today- Until now. The hell? (laughs) We apply these rules as we watch the horror movies, and we see how many rules are broken and see if they increase or decrease chances of survival, or Mm -hmm. none. Rule number one, don't say hello or who's there. Rule
1: number two, turn on the lights.
0: Rule number three, don't split up.
1: Rule number four, don't go upstairs in the basement, the attic, um, a tunnel. I don't know.
0: <laughs> rule number five, why are you going in there? If it says don't enter, looks spooky or is abandoned. Mm-hmm. Rule number six, make sure the bad guy is dead. And rule number seven, no Ouija board or seance. I, I didn't put anything, to be honest. I guess you could argue, why are you going in there?
1: To the tunnel. To the tunnel. To the town, to the bar, all that yeah, stuff.
0: I guess, but that's...
1: Yeah. Not... This This movie, this did not apply. Like, None at all. The, at so, all.
0: So, yeah. maybe one out of seven, and uh, she didn't die, so mm-hmm. I guess she yeah. did good. Something that I know that we forgot to talk about, and and I, I,
1: I promise I won't make it last too long. It's okay. The color red, how... Pro- I know we mentioned it before, but yeah. how prominent... You made a comment... Towards the end, that whole birthing scene from yeah. beginning to end—how in the house the walls get red, yeah. are red. But mm-hmm. then you're like, you said something to the effect of, were the wa- all the walls always red? Because at that point, everything's red.
0: I didn't think it was when when she got there.
1: I don't think so either. Mm-mm. It would be well. You have you own it now, so you could always rewind and I go could. watch it again. I could. Um, like, just watch the beginning and then watch the end, but it it's in your face red.
0: It is. I mean, like, neon light red, almost, mm-hmm. it felt like. Yeah. So, interesting. Yeah. And Scream Award, how many times does Erica scream in a movie?
1: You put zero, but I think there was one part there was where one you part. jumped. I don't remember where, but you just jumped once, and it was, like, just a, a non-event kind of jump. So, 0.5? Like, eh, 0.5. Eh. Yeah. 0. 5.
0: 0. 0.25. A quarter jump, because it was just oh, like, okay. eh. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fine. That's fair. And last but not least, our rating, how many cups of horror do we give this movie? I gave it eight cups of horror. You?
1: I am giving eight steaming cups of
0: horror. Excellent.
1: When I add that steam, you know it was like... "Mm."
0: It was on point.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: And uh, yes, I did buy this movie and I bought it on Amazon. I don't know if it's... No, because we couldn't... Stream it anywhere, so yeah, we had to buy it. Or you can rent it on Amazon as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I truly enjoyed this movie. I truly enjoy elevated horror. Uh, our next movie is going to be another A twenty four, as we mentioned. Mm-hmm. It comes at night. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to rewatch that one because yeah. that's another one we only watched it once. This that's will right. be our second yeah. watch. And uh, I've noticed that with these elevated horror movies, you have to watch them a couple times. A couple times, yeah, for it to. Uh, sometimes simmer in and make some
1: sense so now you know watch it comes at night and um comment once we post about it let us know what you thought about the movie did you like it did you not like it
0: let All us that's. know yeah and that's a wrap on men thank you for joining us today on horror cafe podcast you can find us on facebook and instagram at our handle at horror cafe podcast you can also check us out on YouTube at Horror Cafe Podcast and Gaming, where we have some short videos, short reviews, and you can watch me play horror games.
1: And you can also visit us at HorrorCafePodcast.com, where you can learn a little bit about us and also listen
0: to our podcasts. If you're enjoying the podcast, leave us a review on Apple Podcast and Spotify. That'll really help us out. You can also choose to support the podcast with a monthly contribution. The link to this and everything else we've mentioned are in the notes section of the episode.
1: And in the meantime, stay spooky.
0: Bye, everyone.